This is a happy good live stream for the Sonar 12 Days of Sonar Holiday Special Live Streaming Podcast Extravaganza. Hey, I'm Chris Locke. My podcast is called Happy Good. If you listen to it, good. If you don't listen to it, what the hell? Um, I think that you should listen to it. What the hell are you doing? It's really good. What the podcast is, is it helps you relax and feel good about yourself and feel good about life. Even though it's so... Oh, see, listen to that music. This music plays in the background. Even though life is so hard and it's constantly crushing us into the dirt all the time where the freaking worms live with their little baseball hats on, drinking Coca-Cola all the time, rotting their teeth. They live deep underground in the dirt and the mud and they want to eat our guts after we die like a bunch of damn worms. The world is tough sometimes. It's hard. It's hell. Hellacious. Even at the beginning of the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, Jimmy Stewart's character goes, That's it. I'm out of here. I'm going to jump into the fucking frozen lake and die. And then some angel comes along and goes, Hey, I don't know. Come with me. Have a beer at least. And uh, let's talk about stuff. So that's kind of like what happy good is like when you're down and feeling like you're in the damn dirt with all the worms doffing their baseball caps going like would you like some coca-cola for your yellow dead teeth don't worry there's still going to be so much lovely things to do uh in life we got to keep motoring on we got to take time out to ourselves to meditate to feel good to breathe to live a good life to eat indian food to watch weird movies like 1917. I just watched it while eating Indian food. They were like, this movie's one shot. It's not really one shot. They do tricks to make it look like all one shot. And then I'm eating all this weird spicy Indian food and I was like, can you stop running around with this kid in the during the war? I'm gonna be sick. Anywho, let's... We don't have a lot of time because we were all, we had technical glitches off the top. So we're just going to get to a nice, happy place now. Are you guys feeling okay? You enjoying the holidays? I hope you have like some nice holiday plans coming up where you stay inside and look out the window at hell. Um, yeah, it kind of sucks this year, but we're going to get through it. Don't worry. We got the vaccines coming in our stockings, baby. You're going to reach into your stocking and be like, is that a Toblerone? Doink! Ouch! Oh, it's the vaccine. Okay, fine. I can finally, in a few months, I can go hug uh, those people I love. Yes. All right. So, let's just calm down now. Take a bit. I got a little bit of, uh, you know, energy off the top there. A little, like, aggro kind of energy. Let's take it down a notch. And let's listen to the beautiful tunes. You hear that music from Drew Smith? Musician Drew Smith from The Bicycles solo albums he uh, makes the music for my podcast and this song particularly he put birds chirping in the background which is what you hear very beautiful um so let's take some deep breaths in that always helps clean out all this negative energy that i'm talking about the pandemic politics family uh you know all that hunk of junk so what i like to do is i like to take Three deep breaths in. I inhale through the nose. Hold it. 
Try to expand your lungs out wide. Get the air into all those nooks and crannies of the lungs that you don't use. Because usually, right, what happens? Each day we walk around breathing like this much at a time. We're like, is there a murder in my house or even just like <gasps> do people like my tweets you gotta relax and take deep breaths in expand the vacation land area of your lungs out use everything to the max and hold it and then when you breathe out exhale all of that nonsense hysteria fear paranoia crappy shit I'm saying okay so when I count down from three this is Drew Smith too listen to this guy when I count down from three take a deep inhale through your nose hold it and out so we'll go we'll start now with the first one three two one inhale and exhale That's right, Hollywood Creeper. Oh God, you're entering a fucking personal zone where you gotta be one with yourself. Can you do it? I don't think so. I think you're afraid. You feel all that negative energy, all that nonsense get blown out? Or are you too tough? Are you too cool hiding behind your avatar like a little P-U-S-S-Y? Let it all go out. Let your ego go. Don't be uh, such a fraidy cat. Embrace yourself. Embrace the human race. Embrace the planet. Let's do another inhale through the nose. Ready? Hold it. Stretch out those lungs as wide as you can. Exhale. Sometimes when you're exhaling, you laugh. Whatever. Okay, we got one more. Ready? Let's uh, inhale through the nose one last time. This is our last inhale. Get all of that ooey gooey, dark black, thick molasses, freaking evil out of our bones and our guts and our lungs and our blood and all the uh, empty, like all the dark unconscious spaces of the deep back unconscious of our mind. All that animal fear and anger let's get that let's clean that out like old black tar stuck to old ashtrays that were in your grandma's house for 30 years let's scrape that out out of the back nook of your unconscious carl jungian shit ready here's the last one inhale exhale Feel that. Now you're all loose and free, right? Feeling good. You're crystal clean, clear. All of that excess junk is out. You want to be loose. You want to enjoy the holiday season coming up. You want to take a break, right? What do you want to do? You want to shut your mind off? <clears throat> take it out, you know? 
Just unscrew the top of your head, put the lid of your head down, lift up your brain, wash it under the sink, get all the pieces of yarn, soy sauce off of it, all kinds of junk. What's on your brain right now? Some old gum, bus transfers, receipts, just all kinds of yarn, like freaking threads from like uh, shirts that are falling apart, McDonald's Monopoly tickets. Wash it all off, clean out your whole brain. Naked pictures of people you didn't want to see but you saw it by accident because you Googled the freaking wrong thing. Wash it out. Wash it out. Trump's big butt playing freaking golf. Wash it out. You know what I'm saying? Rinse it. Rinse that brain. Let it drip dry. Your cats come into the kitchen. They bother you, right? What do they do? Cats? They always bother you. They go, meow. You're like, what do you mean, meow? I just fed you, like, everything out of this tin can. That's a whole... That's two servings, I think. You ate two servings of a regular serving of cat food. And, apparently, it's supposed to taste like freaking chicken pate. You coming up to me going meow, meow, meow all the time? for After two servings of chicken pate cat food? Sodium-heavy crap? You should be having a damn nap again on the rug. Then you take your wet brain from the sink that's got all the water on it because you were just rinsing all that crap off of it. And it's still soaking wet and dripping. So then you start flinging your brain at the cat. And then, uh, you know, the cat's like, eh, I don't like water. And you're like, well, then get out of here then. And the cat takes off. And you put the brain back in your head. And you seal the lid back on your head. And you're like, oh. I can feel the freshness. I literally was like worried like a minute ago that I was gonna have a sinus infection for the winter or something. I had this weird smell in my nasal cavity. But then I washed my brain out under the sink. And now I honestly feel like I could feel a bit of like a lemony scent. Like I could smell a lemony scent just underneath my eyeballs. Okay, the sonar people ban that nerd from the chat. <laughs> Some people are really excited. Live streams are all we got, you know? It's the holidays. We got, we decorate these Charlie Brown like fake plastic trees in our apartment. And, you know, we cuddle up and we, we snuggle up and we stream all these shows and movies on the streaming services and we try to make it real and we try to make it cozy and that's the best we can do this holiday season it's hard it's really dark out it gets dark at 2 30 p.m right after you've eaten just one samosa you wake up brush your teeth eat a samosa and then it's dark again what the hell these live streams and these podcasts are all we got sometimes and that's what it feels like and i know it's too hard I live vicariously through my own damn podcast. You think I don't know what I'm talking about? And then you're like a hyper guy. You want to be the funniest guy in the world. And you go on the... Uh, you go on the chat of the live stream. 
and you're like, watch this, I'm trigger happy. More trigger happy than Clint Eastwood's The Stranger at the, uh, you know, at the height of, for a few lousy dollars, whatever the movie is. You know, I'm just blasting off one-liners left, right, and center. I'm the star of the live stream chat. But everybody can see it. Everybody can see through it. It's, uh, it's the neuroses. It's the anxiety deep within you. You can't see it yourself because it's your strength to be cocky. It's your strength against your own personal weakness to be uh, sassbot. And then you hack into the guy's phone and make it talk to him. No pervs. gotta let it all go you gotta let the ego to go too that's the part of it one of the things that helps us relax and feel good about ourselves is we don't think of ourselves we don't think of ourselves as ourself we let us we let it all go and be, we become one with everyone we become one with everything and we love our neighbor like they are like one of us you know what I mean it's all that ego junk is gone it's easy to be flippant and sarcastic all the time. What are you going to do? I get it. You're a scared little cat. You know, that's okay. Yeah, it's cat theme today, but that's okay. We got a guest coming up soon that is like a cat nut. Someone thought this was going to be a cooking show with Jackie? Yeah, we can talk cooking. What do you want me to talk about, Frank? You can talk about whatever you want. I don't care. I just ate too much Indian food and then watched a scary World War One movie and it made me sad. What do you want to talk about, Frank? What do you want me to cook for you? The chats are full of really great people tonight. I shouldn't look at it. A lot of people listen to Happy Good and they know what it's about. It's gonna be alright guys. Sometimes relaxing and for the holiday season, what do you do? You cook. You cook food, right? Um, cook little snowman cookies. Crumble up what? Candy cane? Sprinkle it on the icing that you made for the snowman's belly? Then all of a sudden it looks like uh, the snowman's wearing like candy cane, crushed candy cane, freaking chunky sweater. Looks like one of those 80s sweaters, you know what I mean? Where it's like a mix of like black, white, and gray wool, but it's uh, it's red and white peppermint candy cane sweater. Then you get the, you got these little candies now that are like little silver balls. They look like jewels. Use those as the eyes. They got... My daughter's got them all. I could. I wish I could show you all the candy stuff my daughters have to make these cookies. Then you get like another little, there's like, there's the big pearl ones that are kind of like shiny, shimmery, like gray. Then there's darker gray little ones, like little pearl pellets that you put on. Like you could make this Frosty the Snowman's nose with it. Um, You could do like a smile with the little like uh, pearl bits. 
You could uh, you can use rainbow sprinkles. Those could be like his pants. So he's wearing sort of like a herb tarlick. Do you know what I'm talking about from WKRP in Cincinnati? Like a weird sort of vintage colored plaid pants with the crushed candy cane sweater. And then what are we gonna do for shoes? You could do all brown sprinkles for shoes. So it's like he's wearing like brown leather shoes. Or you could do, you could take another different, you could use food coloring and make like red icing. So he has these big red, almost like Santa Claus type shoes, red. You can cook all kinds of stuff during the holidays. As long as you take time to relax and be free, be yourself, you know? Just like, stand in front of the oven and don't cook a damn thing. Just keep the oven door open, turn it up to 350, put icing on your stomach, and then cook your stomach. Now, I really, I'm not a scientist. I don't know if you'll die from doing that. If you can die from baking your stomach outside of the oven, don't do that. But if, let's say hypothetically or whatever, possibly you don't die from jacking the heat up on the oven and cooking a lot of like blue, white, red, green, like Christmas icing on your stomach. Do it. You could be the Frosty the Snowman cookie yourself. Put icing all over yourself, even your face, your body, your arms, your hands, your legs, your feet, your penis, your vagina, your bum bum. Put icing on all of it. Put crushed candy cane on it. Jack up that oven to high heat. Put sprinkles all over your face, rainbow sprinkles. Maybe put jelly bean, jelly beans where your eyes are. They should make jelly beans as big as our eyes. Like one jelly bean is this big. And uh, just do that. Just put like, you know, brown sprinkles where your beard would. If you have a beard like me right now, do that. And you make yourself, that's the lesson for today. You make yourself the Frosty the Snowman sugar cookie covered in sprinkles and candy cane that you want to be this holiday season it's up to you you can design yourself you get the sprinkles you get the jelly beans you get the icing and you just slather yourself up get butt naked have a nice warm bubble bath first come out dry yourself off get butt naked slather yourself in a just make a vat of different colored icing slather yourself in the icing and then choose your own goddamn sprinkle decoration. I'm sick of this crap. I'm sick of everybody walking around day to day. I don't, what sprinkles am I? I'm getting older. I'm gonna die without ever knowing which cookie I was supposed to be. You make your own cookie. You are your own cookie. What are you talking about? Walking around being like, that person is a beautiful cookie. Look how they put the sprinkles as their eyebrows. And they have a long, sort of weird, pearl-type, candy pearl nose. I don't have that. I'm the worst cookie. I don't have shit. Yeah. That's because you didn't take control and just make your own vat of icing 
and spread it all over your damn body. Make your own Christmas cookie that you want to be. You know? That's it. Remember that. This Christmas, when uh, someone on a Zoom party holds up a tray, Hey, I made these cookies. Do you want to pretend to have one during our Zoom Christmas party because of the pandemic? You can look at them and go, Hmm, those cookies look delicious, Annabelle. But you know what? I'm not going to even pretend to take one off of that tray because, in my opinion, there is one Christmas cookie that is missing. And that, and, she'll, and Annabelle will be like, what the hell are you talking about? Just play along and pretend to take, I, ba I bake these all day and go, no, no, no. I'm not playing along, Annabelle. This is the thing. This is what I want to say. And by the way, did you know that you're named after a horror film franchise based on dolls that get possessed and kill you? She'll be like, yeah, yeah, I know. Just take a cookie. No, I'm not taking a cookie. And you know why? Because there's one missing. And it's the me cookie. The cookie that I wanted to be, that I made myself, is not on that tray. So, and then that's when you take off your robe and reveal that you're all burnt and red and hot from the oven. And you've got icing and sprinkles and jelly beans all over your damn hairy body. And that's the lesson for today. And now we're going to go into the interview portion. And I'm going to tell you guys something. Whoever did come here to watch this because they listen to my podcast called Happy Good... And you're not just some punk talking shit. Um, I'm taking a break for a few weeks. And I'll be back in January. So thanks so much for checking it out all the time. I love and appreciate you guys. You're so nice. You send me nice comments and messages all the time. Uh, it really means a lot. And I love you guys. I hope you have a nice, happy holiday season. This is the last episode until January. And now we're going to move on. Yeah, subscribe to Happy Good. And now we're going to move on and talk to one of my favorite friends and funniest people I know, Jackie Pirico. Jackie, are you here? I am here. There I am. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up? This is. How do I sound? You sound good. There's a little bit of robot stank every now and then, but we all got that, right? I wonder if I would sound better without my very cheap um, Sony headphones. Should I try? Yeah, try it. And Stacy, okay. I don't think we need the music from Drew Smith anymore. Please, thank you. How's it going? Good. How are you? <laughs> um, I'm good. <laughs> am I, I just did like. Am I? Am I? I'm not. What? I'm not very techy. I don't have good equipment, so I should have told you that. All I have yeah. is that. Should I have declared that? Jackie, we've had nine months to upgrade our production <laughs> equipment. And you I, have a full-time job. <laughs> I don't produce anything, so I don't need that equipment. That's not true. I want everybody listening to know right now that if you don't follow Jackie on Instagram, you should because she produces... Uh, some of the best Instagram content. Thank you. But you know what? I do it all on this only. That's it. Nothing else. Well, you that. sound okay. You sound okay to me. You've got a computer. Yeah, I, I got a good one. <laughs> Why'd you dance? Does you guys have <laughs> dance parties that come out of your computer at night? 
I just, I'm, I guess I've just been so excited about this all day. I've been pent up. I've been really like raring to go. And now that it's happening, I feel overloaded with um, hanging out with my friend. Well, you, thanks. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. Listen, you filmed something today where you filmed the window of a house and not to give it away, but anyways, there was a cat on a suction cup bed stuck to the window. Yeah. Is that Nutland? No, that wasn't Nutland. I was taking a really big nature walk today. Yeah. Um, to Cedarville Ravine. Have you ever been there? Oh, yeah. N Nutland is her is Jackie's cat. Yeah, and you know what? It was a very Nutland style cat. Yeah, um, that's why, because it was yeah. kind of shaggy. But it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> we've got a Nutland stand. <laughs> I'm a huge Nutland stand too. Um, but yeah, it was just some random cat in the window, and it was so funny to me because he looked so smug in his little hut in his little um shelf didn't he yeah but the funny thing is too is um uh this is what's cool about your instagram stories is you're filming someone else's house and cat and just making fun of it <laughs> do you know what happened later today what? not that cat but a different cat and i hate when cats do this it pisses me off so much because i'll be filming them in the window and then you can see in the window, you can't hear it, but you can see them go, meow, meow. And it's like, shut up. Because then their owners come to the <laughs> window. <laughs> and this lady came to the door and like opened her curtain was like, like, get out of here. And that's the third time that a cat's ratted me out. Yeah. And this cat today actually looked back like this and was like, you could see, you could tell that he was like looking into the living room being like, mommy, mommy, someone's filming me. You know what you got to do? You got to sneak up before you start taking the pictures and give the cat a fish <laughs> and then walk and then step backwards and start t making your pictures. Yeah. But then all of my movies would be of a cat like this. Um, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> yeah. A full fish. Um, eating it like Heathcliff found one in the garbage. Yeah. yeah that'd be cool. Um, no, I know what you mean. Yeah. Cats are rats. Um, yeah. I, I feel bad. I, I, I've uh, talked to you about this before and I kind of, I guess, integrated in, into whatever just happened on Happy Good. But um, my cats want my attention 24-7. I have two of them. You know them. You've looked after them yeah. before, right? You fed them. Well, uh, I did Marty Tops while he was- Or Marty fed them and you played with them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you said that they're always coming in the kitchen when you're in the kitchen. You know what? Uh, yeah, it's Wolfman and Bernadette. They're sisters. Uh, when we came home from that trip that one time, I'm ever so grateful for Marty to help out. But the litter box was stacked. Stop. Of course it would be. You know what? You can't trust a cat, a non-cat owner to yeah. deal with the litter box. Even if you show them how and, and they know to, how to do it. Mm -hmm. You know what? I think it takes... Um, a certain level of actual like love for the cat to care if it's having to muck around in a stacks of its own shit. Yeah. And if you don't love that cat in your heart, I feel like you, it, you just don't have it in you, but th that would piss me off. Yeah. They must think like, what's the difference between cat and some shit? You know what? One of the worst things I've ever done, but I don't feel that bad about it, but it was, it's one of my more regrettable moments is I was moving out of an apartment 
because this really crazy girl who lived next door was moving into my apartment. That's how bad she wanted to be close friends is that it wasn't yeah. enough that she was my neighbor. She was then moving mm -hmm. into the apartment. So I was like, I have to move out of this apartment. And while yeah. she was moving in and I was moving out and me and Natlin were moving out to get away from her because she was very much like a stalkery kind of person. I, yeah. I dumped Natlin's litter full of poo into her cat's litter box. And then we, we hightailed it. Damn, what it the was, hell? That's mean, that's pretty bad. Because then the cat would go in the litter box and, and smell and see another cat's strange poo and probably be pissed off. Yeah. Hey, uh, Stacy. I just realized that I was using the Zoom H4N on the wrong mic. So does that mean my whole happy good segment sounded fucking terrible? Um, no, no, it sounded good to me. Okay, it sounded amazing. <laughs> what is this Thanks creepy? I mean, in. No, <laughs> oh, I like sorry. you. I mean, <laughs> I like okay. it. Okay, your voice you. sounds like it's from. It's coming from the sky. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I know. Oh, Does this sound better wow. though? Because I changed it. Does this sound better? It it sounds. Uh, th there was some crackles, but now it sounds really clear. But it sounded fine before too. All right. <laughs> we live and we learn, and I loved it all. Yeah, it wasn't a problem. Okay. No worries. And here I'm I am go lecturing Jackie about different... getting all the production. <laughs> yeah, don't it's mess worked, with you the guys. Cats. Are doing great. I'm gonna go mess with some cats. Yeah. Um. Jackie, you have um, some hardcore fans in the chats that are um, also very funny. Oh, I'm not even I'm I'm not even looking at the chat because I had to turn that window off to come to this window, so I oh, can't. Oh, that's good. That's good. Don't look in the chat, except for when Adrian says compliments like that. That's really nice. That You're sounding tight. Sick. <laughs> um, oh yeah, but. The, the yeah. walk I took today, when I saw that cat in the window, mm -hmm. I walked through Cedarvale Ravine. I never went there before. Did James tell you to go there? No, but I could definitely see James there. Now that you say that, I could see. <laughs> I, could no, see I think he went. I think he went there like two days ago. Oh yeah, like it, it's a yeah, it's a kind of muddy, naturey walk, and you kind of forget that you're in the city for a second. It's you know. Mm -hmm. But then I said, I was with Elliot and I said, oh, this is nice. You almost forget that you're in the city a little bit. And then as soon as that came out of my mouth, a stinking dog came along with a Canada goose coat on. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you can't so, escape the city. So did the dog, do the dog coats still use real goose feathers or do they get fake goose feathers i hope it's fake come on imagine being a goose and knowing that you're gonna die not for like a at least a person jacket but for and it was like a the kind of like a french bulldog too oh my god and uh was like um some sort of hollywood female comedian walking it <laughs> I feel like there was a good like five years where like all of the female comics specifically from LA loved. had a dog and loved dogs. <laughs> well, I just think that, well, it seems to me that that's um, par for the course of going there, moving mm -hmm. there, is you get, I feel like yeah. everyone gets a dog, but to me, I think that would be the absolute worst time in your life to get a dog, would it not? This is whether you know you've made it or not in LA, whether you get a dog or you become a dog walker. 
<laughs> but you know what? Even if you get a dog, every once in a while, you're going to be a dog walker. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Are you walking someone else's dog? I don't know. Or is the dog in your own damn purse? Um, yeah. Wow. So, okay. So really rich, well-off um, dog ran up to you and Elliot to remind you that you were in Toronto still. In the city, yeah. With it. And then his, both his masters had Canada goose coats too, obviously. Like, obviously the dog wouldn't have one and they wouldn't. They all only had one. Yeah, maybe they... Uh, and uh, yeah, maybe they work for Canada Goose. And they didn't have any children, right? No. Dan what is it so, called? Um, dank? Dub double income, no kids? So it's, it should be Dink Ag. <laughs> Wait, double income, no, no kids? No, Dink Ag. Dink Ag. <laughs> double income, no kids, and, and dog. dog. But for some reason, I thought dog was G for a sec, but I was thinking of the end of dog. Okay. Um, I've got a, an eggnog going here, Chris. Uh, yeah, I should make a drink too. Hold on a sec, okay? Talk to the people. Okay. Oh my God, what the hell? So, I was in this ravine today, and was it ever a ravine? It had everything a ravine would have. Hills on either side, water draining into it, trickling in um, quickly, stinking uh, marshland. I'm so glad you're back. <laughs> How'd it go? Did you tank? I do, oh, I've been I bombing tank. this whole thing. I, I, I was excited to talk to you tonight too, but to be honest, I've been in a very bad mood uh, today. And oh. so it was really hard to do a happy good, but now I might get happy. I've got a, a holiday season, Christmas, uh, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Nice. Yeah. Um, I remember feeling so well of, of just being in a low mood and then having to go out to do a live show yeah and there there was nothing there's nothing like that feeling on your shoulders of like i don't have what it takes to to make myself feel good right now and now i have to go make a room try to make a room full of people feel good yeah that one almost like i know the exact feeling you're talking about um i don't miss it necessarily uh but it was a bit easier when you got in the groove and the audience was giving you the energy back. Yes, yes. Um, here, I was trying to get going. And then all I could see was this guy trying to be funny in the chat. Oh. Um, and it was bad. And then they banned him. I guess he's not in the chat anymore. Ouch. Uh, <laughs> face. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, it doesn't matter. It's not the guy's fault. The guy's great. He's just got a lot of energy and probably in a good mood. He was excited to see you, I think. Oh. But oh, but I was in a bad mood before that, and uh, I think it's because it's just like, don't you find it crazy that it's like, you wake up, it's dark, and then it's uh, you have breakfast, and then it gets dark again. Yeah. And like you said, you eat one samosa, and then the sun's gone down again. <laughs> yeah, everybody can relate to that. The sun goes down after that first that. samosa of the day. I I have days where like I really have to force myself to get out and walk. I really have to make myself do that. Yeah. And it, when I, when the world was on before March and like I work full time and I would, I was walking to work both ways there and back every day because I was avoiding the subway because of the coronavirus. Like I was ahead of that, you know, I was like, yeah. I'm not gonna take the subway anymore. And so I was walking like 17,000 steps a day and felt great. 
And now yeah. I don't have to do that anymore. I have nowhere to go to do that. And when you when I don't have a, a destination, I don't go out and walk. I should, but I don't. And it's amazing how shit I feel. <laughs> I feel so shit. I'm taking the break so I can like um clean myself out and disappear for a while and yeah, work on that. I'm taking I'm using the Noom app and uh this is kind of like the same thing. The new map, I was losing weight like a month ago. Uh-huh. And then I started plateauing at the same weight for a right. month. And now I'm putting weight back on. But I'm just living my same life. Are you still using the app? Like you're still using it? Yeah. But I, <laughs> um, I don't know how Noom works. But like, like we've talked about this so much before. I've done so much Weight Watchers. And oh, yeah. And like, there's so many plateaus with it. And like so many things will affect it. Like a sleep for sure. Sleep for sure affects. But speaking of cleaning yourself out, I have a question for you. Would you ever do, because you're talking about like cleaning all the receipts and the tokens and the McDonald's monopoly things off your head. Would you ever do an ayahuasca ceremony? Would you ever take the Peruvian route and barf your brains out? Um, no, and here's why. Uh, I can already feel demons haunting me without the ayahuasca. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but I thought the ayahuasca gets rid of them. It makes you confront them, and then you literally, like, barf them out. That'd be sweet. I would love to look a demon in its face and say, go! Yeah. Um, have you done it? Say, okay, I'm going, and you're like, into a bucket. Yeah, take this with you. Oh. <laughs> Uh, have you done it? No, but I, you know what? I think I would, uh, I would do it because first of all, I don't, me- I can't, I don't know. I know everyone can meditate. I don't do it. I don't know how every time I try, I'm like, okay. And then I'm like thinking of things and singing songs and, and they say, yeah. oh, it's okay to think of things when you meditate. You just have to acknowledge that you're thinking them, but that's another thing of thinking of. So I'm like, later- anyway. I would do, I think I would do it because I, I would do pretty much any drug once or whatever. But also all that barfing, like every time I'm really hungover from drinking or I don't really barf, but every time I'm really hungover, I think I look really good when I'm dehydrated, like really dehydrated. So I think at least the ayahuasca would make me look really chic afterward from the all the barfing and dehydration. This, this so- is making me seem mentally ill. So you should take – wait, my podcast is making you feel mentally ill. No, I, I'm making you look at <laughs> I'm making myself come across as that, which is could be the case. But anyway, what's well, that? I know what you mean about meditation. It's really hard. Um, but, yeah, maybe you could take ayahuasca and then barf and then instantly enter a bodybuilding – uh, contest. Yes, I would go straight from the ayahuasca ceremony straight to a tanning, spray tanning booth. Yeah, because like, apparently dehydrating is great for your abs. Right, your abs it, look it really makes great. all your muscles pop for sure. Man, I'm thirsty just thinking about it. Well, <laughs> the thing is this is why I need to take a break from doing Happy Good because what you were saying about meditation and all that, um, it is very popular right now, uh, you know, mindfulness and calm apps and Headspace, etc. Mm-hmm. They advertise it on primetime news. They're like, here's the news. 
Also, here's Headspace. If you need to fucking blow your brains out. Yeah. Um, but like, it's all a racket. It's a yeah. racket. Yes. It really is. Um, the more you think you need something, the more you, uh, you can't function without it. Yeah, and the more you are not being nice to yourself, you're constantly in this cycle of saying like, "I need yoga to be fulfilled. I need." Uh, uh, meditation to be real, to be calm. I need this self-help book. I need this self-help podcast, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's actually worse because you're constantly saying like, I haven't mastered this yet. I'm not good at this yet. I need this next thing, this next thing. Yes. And it really is just a racket. It's, it is I want a people, Yeah. I want people to listen to happy good. Cause they want to like, yeah, relax and have fun. And, uh, and it's, but I also like it's silly. I want you to laugh. Yeah. Also, give me money. <laughs> I'll admit it. It's a racket. Give me all your money. At least, at least, Happy Good admits it. Yeah, I used to actually go out and work and get jobs and get money, and now I don't get money. <laughs> and I talk into a microphone every day, saying like, "Hey, imagine you lived in a flower and you just fucking smoked a cigarette and a tulip." <laughs> and everyone's like, "Shut up." <laughs> well, you know what though? In, I don't meditate. I don't really do that. I'm not. Uh, I don't use calm apps or whatever. But you know what? I have loved doing a few times in the past is like hypnosis from Ooh. Spotify or hypnosis from any random lunatic on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I've listened to uh, hypnosis videos to not pick at my face, <laughs> and it worked for a bit. Oh, why is it just me? Only now. Why is it only just my video? Where's you? Um, so I think like Chris has like disappeared for a second. He's back now. Yeah, what the hell? Can you guys see me? Yeah. It's so nice to have you back, Chris. I don't know how, like what's a computer? It's really funny because I was mentioning picking my face and then the screen just went really big. <laughs> <laughs> the live stream went this face but yeah i've done that meditation and i've also yeah. done, or not a uh, hypnosis and i've done another hypnosis to like not not this is gonna make me sound like i have an eating disorder but to not mm-hmm. have mindless snacks no no everybody can relate to that i can yeah, relate to that guys like you don't need to have snacks all the day while you're sleeping you don't need to have snacks. Don't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the reason why I bring this up too, that it's a racket, is not because I'm just a cynical shithead that showed up out of nowhere. I've been constantly falling for the racket for 15 years. Right. I try different stuff all the time because I'm never good enough. I don't like who I am. I don't love myself. I have all these... Uh, this bitterness and this angry towards me. When am I finally going to be perfect so I don't have to worry about all the stuff in the back of me? Right. You know, I can move forward finally as a perfect yeah. gentleman with a top hat. And, and no a, past. No past. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that That's a good book to write. How to get rid of all of the past. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny, like, um, I, I'm always thinking forward like that of being like, when am I going to look the way I want to look? When am I going to like, oh, th- I, I'm just going through a phase of like, oh, it's the pandemic. So I'm never going out. And that's why I feel like I look like shit. And I never have a good outfit on anymore. This and that. But like, 
I have to remind myself sometimes and ground myself and say, right now I'm the youngest I'm ever gonna be from, from now on ever. Like this, in this moment, is the hottest and nicest looking I will ever be. Every day that goes by, it's gonna be worse. Uh, yeah. I somehow think that I'm gonna become hotter and younger. I'm just waiting for it. You're hitting the nail right on the Timothée Chalamet's head. <laughs> He's such a beautiful boy. What the fuck are we supposed to do? It's like, Maybe I won't eat bread. And then Timothée Chalamet shows up and he's like, what's bread, earthling? <laughs> and everybody showers him in jewels and yeah, riches. He is showered in jewels. No, it's crazy. El Elliot, my husband Elliot, is so unplugged from pop culture. Like he's uh. barely online. He really doesn't know a lot of, especially like North American pop culture, but it, that's anything. Like. He doesn't really follow anything. And Michael Blazo made a tweet today that like made me laugh so hard about Bruce Springsteen. Oh yeah, talking to Timote. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw it. Like being like, hey Timothy, are you a factory guy? You working man? You a factory man? Pardon? Uh, never mind. <laughs> but anyway, I laughed so hard and I, I wanted to show Ellie, and he's like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, ah, all the time this happens. Yeah. Like so, I brought up a picture of him. Like, look at him. He's just very beautiful. Like he's just beautiful and intense and he's strange and he's like an actor's actor where he doesn't have anything in inside of him unless he's acting he's just like this vessel and yeah. it's just like uh-huh <laughs> like he doesn't give a shit yeah that's good you know like how's elliot like normally is he pretty well adjusted or? so well adjusted like he yeah i mean i know him i, I yeah. get that vibe from him but i mean yeah He's on a day-to-day so -day basis. Assured, like he's so he's so self-assured without being like like psycho about it and cocky. Like you know how yeah. some people are very self-assured, and you can tell they're like it's because they're pushing something main like mania down. <laughs> yeah. But he's just so calm and self-assured, and he doesn't need thing like because you and me obviously we're surrounded by comedians and artists at all times, mm -hmm. and we're a type of person that needs a lot of things we need to know we're funny we need to know that people like us we need to know about where our career is going but yeah Elliot has this like um not complacency but he's just um contentment with himself and with life and and he's just always kind of takes things as they come and very calm it's just it's definitely very beneficial for me <laughs> to be yeah. around that I'm not sure what he's getting out of being around my energy. <laughs> <laughs> you are very, very fun and smart and funny. Thank you. Um, I, But it is funny. I was thinking about this today. It's kind of like on the same line as what you're talking about with Elliot. Um, he doesn't have that thing, you know? And I was thinking like, you know, pretty much every person in the world is capable of being, yes, there's the humorless person, but most people are pretty capable of being funny. And some of our non-comedian friends are probably the funniest and funnier yes. than us. So it's funny that the certain type of person that chooses to become a comedian is not even half the time, they're not even close to being the funniest person. So that just shows you that it's actually a different motivating choice that turns the person into a comedian. It's not yes. the, well, I'm so damn funny all the time. Right. <laughs> it's this other drive.
Yes. Um, what is it? Which regular well-adjusted people don't have. Right. And then they just make jokes at jobs that pay them really well. Yeah. Like they're the funny guy at their jobs. Yeah. Or like at the having a beer, they're the funniest. Right. Guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I would oh, love God. to scoop that part out of my brain, that unfulfilled uh, neediness uh, of uh, approval or something. I would like to scoop that out with one of those hot, wet ice cream scoops. Oh, yeah, that they're always lying in the hot water. Yeah, the warm yeah, water. Yeah, a lot of things I'd like to scoop out. I would like, you know what, but they're so little, they're, they're relatively small parts of my brain, so per, for me, perhaps a melon baller. Mm. You know, it has two different sizes. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, no, I'm, I think this summer, this next summer, 2021, baby, brand new year, I think I'm going to walk into an ice cream store in front of everybody and say, do you mind if I borrow this to for my brain? Ha ha ha. <laughs> and uh, they'll be like, you're funny. You should be a comedian. And I'll be like, really? And I'll start crying and I'll put the scoop back in the plastic tub of, full of warm water. That's almost kind of like a reimagining of the Pagliacci story. <laughs> oh doctor... my god what Be okay Pagliacci made me think of Seinfeld and I just I just before this watched a comedians in cars getting coffee okay yeah. and this woman was on was like a cabaret kind of freaky act I don't know whatever and she mentioned a comedian she's like oh I'm friends with and then it was like beep 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 blocked out its name and I've yeah. never seen Jerry Seinfeld be like this. He was like, I hate that fucking guy. That fucking guy sucks. He's a shithead. He sucks. He's got no act. I hate him forever. He's a loser. Like, I've never seen anything like it. And, and then he goes, that's why he does that stupid voice, because he fucking sucks. And I was like, voice? Who is this? And I, I guess. I'm like, what if it's Bobcat Gulp? Because he's like, yeah, you know, like, insane. And I was right. I've never seen anything like that. He was like... He went off the deep end. Hate, like, I've never seen such hate. He was like this, he fucking sucks. He has no act. Wait, who was the one saying that? Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> That's what I thought you said, but it really isn't registering with me that I can't picture it. It was, I was looking at the TV like this. My jaw was on the floor. It was really crazy. But it was really nice knowing, though, because, you know, we, have, we always have people that we hate. <laughs> It, it, um, no matter how it is and rich you get, you will still have a bone to pick with some shit loser that didn't make it even as half as far as you did. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. He was. He's been bitter about Bobcat Goldthwait probably since 1982. Well, he actually said on the on the show he was like, actually, I didn't even remember he existed until you mentioned him. But come to think of it, I fucking hate his guts forever. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, but you know what? Fair enough because. The clips I've seen of Bobcat Goldthwait, to me, is unwatchable. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, in the 80s, maybe people like Seinfeld kind of stuck out, obviously, because he was kind of just being a guy. But there was this big thing in the 80s where you literally not just had to be a stand-up, but you had to be a character. Like, and a crazy one, I guess. Yeah, like, every guy was a character. I think that's why... Everyone thought Bill Hicks was so revolutionary, too, because he was just being like, hey, I smoke and I want to do shrooms and I hate the new kids on the block or whatever. <laughs> because the person warming up for him would be like Gilbert Godfrey being like, ow, ow, 
like, you know, like screaming and like, I'm a parrot from Aladdin. That's not one of his jokes, but you know what I'm talking about. No, he, he said, I'm about to be a parrot from Aladdin. Yeah, actually, my my Gilbert Gottfried sounded more like, what's his name? Sam Kinison. But I just wanted to, we got to wrap it up now. But can you say the Pagliacci joke for the people that don't know it? And then oh, I yeah. have a show bit. I have a, a joke along the lines of that that I want to share as well. So Pagliacci, the um, goes oh. You say Pagliacci, yeah. Yeah. Is goes, there a G in it, though, when you say it? There is, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, I'm such a dilettante. I say Pagliacci. But in Italian, you don't say that G. It's Pagliacci. kind of like Sandra Badalini. You don't say that G. She has a G there, too. Sandra Badaligni? Yeah, she. you don't say the G. Oh, crap. But anyway, so the clown Pagliacci goes to the doctor and he says, doctor, I feel shit. I feel like I'm sad. I'm depressed. And I need help, doctor. And the doctor said, I have just the thing you need. The great clown, Pagliacci, is in town tonight. He'll lift your spirits and make you laugh. And then he says, but doctor, you see, I am Pagliacci. Yes. And that is, every comedian loves that joke because it validates the hell head we all have. Yes, it does. Um, so now can I tell you a, a funny joke that I heard that remi it reminds me of sometimes? Yes, please. Okay. So same thing. These guys are always going into doctors, are they not? <laughs> they got a good, good benefit. <laughs> yeah, this guy goes to his doctor. And he, no matter who they are, they got benefits at least. <laughs> uh, I don't even have that, I don't think. No, he goes. We, I live in Canada. I'm good. But the thing is, he goes in. And he goes, Doc, I got to tell you, I don't know what's, uh, I got this problem. And he's like, what is it? And he's like, well, uh, I can't get a date. I'm always lonely. I can't get a date. Uh, I stink so bad. It's because of my job. I stink so bad. And the doctor goes, well, uh, what's your job? And he goes, oh, well, you see, uh, what my job is, is I work at the circus. And what I do at the circus is I follow around the elephants and I shovel up their shit, and I put it in a bag, and you you get it. And the doctor goes, oh, well, that's easy. Uh, you just, uh, just quit your job. Then you won't have that problem. And the guy goes, and get out of showbiz? <laughs> I recently heard that for the first time. It's yeah. so good. What, yeah. showbiz? <laughs> yeah, I think I butchered it because I'm doing a few things at once, but yeah. What are you multitasking over there? Oh, I just mean in my mind. Oh, multitasking. <laughs> I was like half telling that old street joke and half like there's 10 of me telling another 10 of me to <laughs> shut the hell up. <laughs> shut up. He's talking to Jackie. <laughs> That's so scary. That's, I'm sorry. That's my version of the Pagliacci joke. <laughs> Um, are we getting kicked off? Are we getting shut down? I think, yeah. Stacy, what do you think? You can talk again from the sky. Oh, thanks. I mean, what, whatever you'd like to do. I mean, uh, whatever's feeling right for both of you. Well, I was going to say thank you so much for having me. I don't want to run it long. Yeah, I think we'll okay, wrap just, it up. Okay, oh. let everyone know where they can find you and follow you and all of those things. And oh, all the yeah. links are down below, too. Yes. Yeah, see, this is why it's good to have a voice from the sky. It's true. Um, I, I shouldn't, um... Oh, look, Jackie, your album is one of the greatest of all time. This was so fun. You two are the best. Thanks for this. Thank you, Adrian. That's yeah. so nice. Adrian is a really nice guy. And uh, 
he listens all the time and um i i saw that he was watching this tonight and that's why i knew i could be honest about hell uh right right yeah you know, the window at hell you yeah. said <laughs> the true fans know yeah that's nice to have true fans that you can speak candidly yeah and know that they've got your back so thank you so much adrian yeah, yeah that's you can find really my nice. album and and look at all my stuff at that link that's that's pretty much my story yeah my story is i'm at happy good world on twitter i got a patreon at happy good world i don't know man instagram <laughs> i'm gonna take a break for a while i'm gonna read a book in the bath for about two to three weeks Oh, I'm always dipping the corner of my book in my bath. Like I'm always like misjudging the bath water and like going and like kind of falling asleep and going glunk. And like so many books I have that I get from the library have like big water dunks on them. Oh, that's what I was gonna say because if it was your book, I was gonna say like it always feels so good, yeah, when you finish a book and it's got all that character. Like remember when? Yeah. I, a, I use a Kindle a lot, and uh, I don't want to drop that in the bath, so... Yeah, you'd be like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always plugged in, and the plug is frayed. Yeah. Sparks are <laughs> flying off the thing. I don't know what a, how a Kindle looks. Um, one time, I dropped the Kindle in the bath um, with, the plug, with the frayed plug plugged in, just as Dr. Frankenstein was bringing the monster to life. Shit. And so, yeah, it really helped the book, actually. <laughs> I was like, uh, ah, this is what it's like for him. It was almost like one of those like 3D rides at Wonderland that are like moving your seat. Yeah, and then I yelled out the bathroom to my wife. I said, it's alive. And she went, shut up. <laughs> no, no, she went, it's about time. <laughs> Yeah, my wife has curlers in her hair, like a big, like, rolling pin. She's so mad at me all the time. Huge, long nighty with flowers on it. Yeah. Yeah. Sparky slippers. Yeah. She hits me with her flippers. <laughs> flippers? Slippers. <laughs> oh, just right before we go, just one time. Yeah. But it is true, guys. Thanks for listening. Oh, here's Nutland. Look. Don't he, embarrass me. Nutland kind of looks like... Uh, peanut butter, chocolate, vanilla, milkshake being made. Yeah, I know. She's very swirled up with colors. I, yeah. I Kind of like a paisley almost, like a, a paisley micro lion. Mm -hmm. Anyways, we better not get into that now or else we're going to be here talking till 11 p.m. <laughs> okay, well, that's it. We're wrapping up. So thanks, everybody, for listening. Thank you so much, Jackie. Thank you for having, for having me. Me. Yeah, thanks, Sonar, for having us uh, on to play and have fun. And have some laughs. And have a good night, everybody. And stay free. Thanks. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.